Yeah, but you know, I I almost you know, you said it's it's easy to talk bad about yourself but hard to say positive things about yourself. The truth is it's just as easy to think positive about yourself as it is to think negative. It's a thought. It's your choice of what you choose to think. I mean, Logan, you, you, I'm sure you've shared your story on here. You've shared your story with me, which I'm, you know, I'm honored to hear. But when you were a boy, did you probably thought you could be a cowboy, right? <laughs> yeah. So, like, you know, there's, you know, when you're a boy, you're the cowboy, you're the soldier. When you're the girl's the princess, like you think you're beautiful, wearing that thing and pretending to be Cinderella, and you're Cinderella in that moment. And that that positivity is the same reason why when like my niece who just got up and started walking this week, she fell on her ass a hundred times, but she didn't stop. She didn't care about being perfect. You know, my nephew who's two years old, he's running and tripping over his feet. He doesn't stop trying to run. Like there's some part of our life, and a lot of it, you know. There's a part in our life where a defining moment where we start thinking, we start allowing other people's ideas and comparing ourselves with other people to consume us. And Welcome to Scratch Your Own Itch Podcast, the show about the things we think about but don't ever talk about. My name is Logan Tyler Nelson, and I'm your host. These conversations are about creating a life worth living. With a focus on sharing stories about battles in our heads, topics range from depression, addiction, self-doubt, past traumas, and everyday compulsive thinking. And my hope is that this show will just shed some light on anyone in the dark that feels like they're alone in their daily struggles. Please take note that this show is not meant to be a replacement for a professional diagnosis or professional therapy. I am not a counselor or a therapist. Hey guys, so I got a really awesome guest on today. Um, His name is Benjamin Tyler, and I found him at a perfect time in my life when I really needed to. He was on another man's uh, podcast called The Elite Man, and this kid, not kid at all actually, this this man brought it. I mean, he shared an incredible story, and I'm so excited that he's coming on today to share his story again. Um, with the listeners of my podcast. Uh, so who is Benjamin Tyler? Well, he is the founder of a client enrollment academy where he shows people how to build an actual successful business online. He's had some, some dark times, though. He's battled substance issues with alcohol, drugs, and gambling. And he was able to break free, though, by helping others. And helping other people that deal with these issues, just like all of us, where we have these these bouts with addictions, OCD, depression, ADHD. And he is able, though, to find a strength out of these, what some may call weaknesses. Um, so I bring him on today on Scratch Your Own Itch, because I know that all of us are going through this, but we feel so, so alone, and hopefully that... That is my hope, is that we can all feel a little less alone. So, hey, I want to introduce you guys to Benjamin Tyler. Well, thank you. I appreciate being on the show, Logan, and uh, spending time with you and uh, everyone in your audience. Ah, dude, thank you so much for coming on. Um, so, I'm not certain a lot about a lot of things, but I'm certain about what you can do for our audience. And and I know that you're someone that just, it just packs the energy of, of motivation. And I guess <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, is no, no dude, like you were, I mean, when I listened to your story, like I was like, this kid just knows what he's doing. And um, I think it all starts uh, though with some sort of like itch that um, this itch kind of comes so strong that you just can't ignore it anymore. And it just keeps coming back and back. And no matter how much you ignore this itch, you have to make some sort of big change in your life. And I think this is where the real story begins. So go back as far as you want and tell us what that itch was in your life that you had to scratch and and really change your life. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, so, I mean, my story really starts at 12 years old and I was sitting down my mother at that age at night one day and I just started crying and bawling and pleading for her to show me some affection. And my mother at the time was obsessed with making my older sister the prom queen. That was her obsession. And in turn, it made me feel invisible. And when I had that that crying plea for her to you know, show me love and I didn't receive it, I told myself in that time that I was unlovable and that really love wasn't something that you get. It's something that you have to earn. So I that trigger, that itch really, I mean, I've had lots of itches, but my real itch in life has been um, to receive love from people and to be considered lovable. And that for me was perfectionism. I had to be, I had to be perfect. I excelled in school. You know, I always made sure I looked good. I, uh, in college, I got in, became an engineer to make my dad proud. I traveled all over the world. I started a nonprofit organization. I was an overachiever on so many different levels in all in my life because I was trying to build a life that other people would envy. But the more trophies I put on the mantle place, the emptier I felt because I, you know, I wasn't feeling that love. So to numb and quiet that feeling by the age of 15, I was dabbling, you know, I wasn't dabbling. I was in drugs. I was in alcohol and it wasn't just like smoking pot. I was doing Coke ecstasy. Um, that led me add on to that. I had issues with sex and pornography, throwing gambling there because I wanted stature and money because I thought that would attract, um, women and I'm 27 years old. I'm broke. I have a great job. I'm showering with a garden hose, just blaming the world. I was blaming the world for everything that was happening in my life. I, you know, I was saying there's no way there could be a God because why would they build such a hell that I'm, I'm living in? And I was just, I was always pointing the finger away from me. You know, it was my boss. It was women. I was having issues with relationships. It was, it was always somebody else. And I started failing where I couldn't point the finger anywhere but at me. And one day I just sat on the porch and I, you know, I said out loud, Benjamin, you're the issue. Like you're the issue why you're not having the life that you want. You're not showing up in this world how you need to, and you need to show up differently. And that put me on a path where I really got dove into myself and what I needed to do to get the life that I wanted. And over the period of, I mean, that was, that moment was around six years ago. I, since then I've, you know, I've dived into personal development. I got into, you know, hiring coaches to really help me work through my issues. I, you know, I started a business. I started, well, I first I started sharing my story and then I started a business around it where today, you know, I'm not, you know, I still have issues and that, that itch of being loved is still needs to be scratched at times, but I live a life that's, um, that's more healthy and I'm going after what I want. And I don't, I don't, I'm not blaming anybody else. And I'm not, I don't take drugs. I don't do alcohol. Like I, you know, I have a better relate or better relationship around sex. And, you know, I, I feel like I'm living life where I have control and I have opportunity and that really I can have whatever I want. I just got to show up for it. Gosh, thank you so much for sharing all that. That was like, ah, oh man, that's a lot to take in. That's a lot. And, um, this is serious stuff. Like it's a lot of baggage to lift through too. (laughs) And you've got this great, uh, gravitas to you now like you i can hear in your voice you're happy now um and i want to go into the happiness we'll get into all that later i promise but i need to dig deep more i need to ask you what is something that you think about a lot during the day that you just wish you didn't have that thought but you keep having it you know i mean my issue of feeling loved has been a trigger my whole life and a lot of people you know we have this this idea that life is about, you know, we remove things like one day we just start feeling loved or one day we just instantly become magically confident in life and we go after what we want and we think these things are natural talents. But I mean, my trigger still today is this idea of like not feeling loved and 
it it drives me for what I do a lot of the ways because I a big thing for me is significance. But also for me, a lot of the times when I get stressed out, when I get a little depressed, when I you know get you know life is still hard for me. You know I still have to push through things. A lot of the reasons why I'm getting stressed and feeling anxiety is this idea of not being loved, and I have to tell myself like Ben, you're lovable. Like it's still, it's still there. And that thought still comes in my head. Like you're lovable. It doesn't matter if someone says no to you, you're still good enough. Like, you know, there's people that think you are good enough and it's something, it's just a constant reminder. I still have to tell myself, you know, I spent 27 years telling myself how ugly and pathetic and, you know, worthless I was. I mean, six years, those thoughts still come into my head a lot. You are so not alone in those thoughts, my friend. You are so not alone. And it's so odd that <laughs> part of your drive, though, comes out of something that's um, considerably weak for some people. Um, to to feel like you don't have love actually drives you to keep going, to actually like, and I'm not, I'm not promoting anybody go and tell themselves these lies because they are lies, but it is sometimes a thing that we kind of have to do in life. We have to accept that we have these problems and we have to just figure it out one day at a time, I guess, kind of like you. Well, I mean, uh, where you, yeah, yeah, totally. Logan, I mean, the, the interesting thing is, is do you know how many thoughts that you have a day or the average person has a day? 590,000 is a guess. It's, it's like sure. the average person has 60,000 thoughts and, out wow. of those 60,000 thoughts, 80% of them are negative. So 48,000 times a day, you're telling yourself why you're not good enough, why you can't have what you want, why you're ugly, why you're fat, why you're depressed, if that's the label that you want, why you can't have what you want, why you're, you know, your parents don't understand. And all these thoughts we have, 48,000 times we tell ourselves why we can't have something. And out of those 48,000 thoughts, roughly 60% of them are reoccurring. You know, I'm ugly, I'm ugly, I'm unlovable, I'm lovable, I'm fat, I'm fat, I'm depressed, I'm depressed, I'm an alcoholic, I'm an alcoholic, these negative connotations on ourselves. And would you hang out with somebody, Logan, that told you 28,000 times why you weren't good enough to have what you want in life? No. And why, you know, so why do we do it to ourselves? Like, we sit around all the time, you know, being the own tormentors of our life. We, we view this lens by the words that we tell ourselves. And words are such a powerful thing. You know, what's the difference between saying something is cold or, some, you know, I'm cold or I'm freezing? Like you get a, a reaction subconsciously when you're freezing. You get chills. I got chills because I said freezing, like just right now. And the words that we tell ourselves all the time. And I mean, for me, with this thing with lovable, is I remember one time when I finally, it was probably, I was probably sitting at a bar or something or, and I saw a girl that I want to say hello to. And I just said, ah, I can't. And the next day, you know, I, I went back to the situation like, Ben, why don't you just walk up to see her? You'll never see her again. Why don't you just say hello? And it was like, well, you're, the problem is, is you were going to get rejected. And like, what's the issue with that? I was like, well, and I was like, this is just a self-love thing. And you don't think that people will love you. And I said, and you feel that nobody loves you. And and I said to myself, okay, in this moment, I said, why don't you sit down with a sheet of paper and in your heart, write down everybody that you know truly does love you. And I filled out a sheet of paper and my mom was there. You know what the trigger, I thought the woman that didn't love me, I, you know, in my heart, I knew she loved me. And after I wrote down a full sheet of paper of all the people that loved me, I told myself, I'm never going to tell that to myself again. Because it's obviously a lie. You know, I just filled out a sheet of paper that I know people that actually truly love me. And it felt me with such warmth. And it's, we just keep, we we tell ourselves lies all the time, like you said. And big part of life is is to take those thoughts and question them. And like, is that really the truth? And then if you believe it's the truth, you know, sometimes you got to sit around and say, well, how is that wrong? How is that a lie? Like, if you're going to sit around and lie to yourself, lie to yourself with like abundance. Lie to yourself talking about how great and beautiful you are. Don't sit around and lie to yourself about how pathetic you are. I mean, that's just, that's one of the transformations I still do today. And I just went on a tangent there, but um, I wanted to add that. No, it's, dude, it is helping 
myself. I know it's going to help a lot of people because, like, yeah, you're so right, man. Like, I, I think if we can somehow transition our minds to believing positive things, and it's so hard to do. That's why a lot of people don't do it. That's what it comes down to. And it's so easy to tell you, tell yourself the negative stuff because it's easy to compare yourself. It's easy to consume. Like, uh, I mean, I love podcasts, but I've also got to check myself before I wreck myself because I listen to all these podcasts and then I go do one myself and I feel like a freaking flake, dude. <laughs> like, I, I feel like I suck at this thing. I'm not. I'm not interviewing right. I'm not asking the right questions. And 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 anybody that wants to start one, please go do it. Anybody that wants to do a YouTube video, just please go do it. And don't watch it and critique yourself like so many people do. Because I guarantee it's so much better than you think it is. And like you said, if you write down just like ten people that love you. To where if you're not feeling confident enough or lovable to do that thing that you really want to do, just fucking try it. I don't know what else to tell anybody because I guess ideas are just nothing if they're not putting it happen. Yeah, but right? you know, I I almost you know, you said it's it's easy to talk bad about yourself but hard to say positive things about yourself. The truth is it's just as easy to think positive about yourself as it is to think negative. It's a thought. It's your choice of what you choose to think. I mean, Logan, you, you, I'm sure you've shared your story on here, you've shared your story with me which I'm you know, I'm honored to hear, but when you were a boy, did you probably thought you could be a cowboy, right? Dude, that's why I wanted to. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you know, there's, <laughs> you know, when you're a boy, you're the cowboy, you're the soldier. When you're the girl's the princess, like you think you're beautiful, wearing that thing and pretending to be Cinderella, and you're Cinderella in that moment. And that that positivity is the same reason why when like my niece who just got up and started walking this week she fell on her ass a hundred times but she didn't stop she didn't care about being perfect you know my nephew who's two years old he's running and tripping over his feet he doesn't stop trying to run like there's some part of our life and a lot of it you know there's a part in our life where a defining moment where we start thinking we start allowing other people's ideas and comparing ourselves with other people to consume us and life is about it's about, you know, fucking up. It's about falling down. It's about making mistakes. It's about failing. You know, the, th- the true great things that we've ever wanted in our life didn't come easy. Every time I've gotten something that was easy and I got right away, I never appreciated it. Like life is work. It's falling down, but it's getting back up and saying, I'm going to do it again and I can do it and I can be it. But it's just as easy to have that idea as it is to think, poorly of yourself. And I've, you know, I spent 27 years doing that and it led me into showering with a garden hose broke, not just broke financially, but like broke on life to in six years creating, you know, you know, am I completely satisfied with my life? No, but like I have abundance and I have opportunity and I believe in myself because it's just, life is a lot better when you believe in yourself. Hey guys, I just wanted to really quick ask you for something other than the support of just listening to the show i wanted to see if you could please go onto your phone or any device that you're listening to this podcast from whether it be android or itunes just go on itunes scroll down or go on android scroll down and go to the review section and just leave a review what i'm doing right what i'm doing wrong i really love and kind of hate constructive criticism, but that's how we get better, right? Uh, We're talking about this in the interview right now with Benjamin Tyler, and it's all about facing our pains in order to get better pleasure. And honestly, I just hope that this podcast is reaching some of you guys and making you feel less alone. And I need to know if it is or not. So if you could just leave a review and let me know, that helps this podcast become more searchable and more aware and i only want to just save one more person from a suicidal thought and negative thinking and i believe that this podcast 100 percent is a way to do it and that's coming from my heart so guys without further ado back to my interview with benjamin franklin 
I mean Benjamin Tyler, but he seems like Benjamin Franklin, and I'm not going to edit that out. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> that is so true. I I think two things are very profitable in life, and that's your ability to believe in the greater good, and that's your ability to also take failure and have a different um, different reaction to it. And uh, I don't know what the what the answer is always because what works today probably won't work tomorrow. That's why you take every single day and live it to its fullest. And and I and not to like you know live today like it's your last day in life. But um, how do you, Benjamin? Uh, like, what's your I guess you know what's your favorite quote? I hate that question on podcasts, but sometimes it helps me um, to just get a, a scope of of the grand meaning of things. You know, so what's a what's a favorite quote of yours? My favorite quote, and when I heard it, it floored me. It was a man named Wayne Dyer said it, and it's he said, "You don't get what you want in life; you get who you are." And it just meant so much for me oh. because. There's, you know, there was so much want in my life, wanting to have the great relationship, wanting wealth, wanting, you know, a great job. And I expected the world just to give it to me. But the truth of the matter is, is I needed to show up for it. You don't get what you want in life. You get what you show up for. That's so true. Oh my God. It's so true. Because like it... I think sometimes we want to do such good work, but inside of our heads, it is so much better. And then when you actually do the work, you're like, okay, uh, that didn't turn out the way I wanted it to. And then we don't want to do it again because it hurts, right? But if we just show up, like just doing it sometimes is enough. Like just going there and trying out this new business idea, which I want to now kind of go into is, is for you, like... How have you created a life that you obviously love? Because I can just feel it with your energy, dude. Like, you love life. You love your work. And imagine, you guys, anybody that's listening right now, imagine if you had a job where you actually, like, couldn't wait to get up. Like, you actually forced yourself to go to sleep. And I'm not talking to those people that have insomnia. (laughs) Because, no, (laughs) you laugh at it, but... Like I've had insomnia and it sucks, but I'm talking about those things that you're excited about, that you actually purposely put yourself on a smaller level of sleeping because that measured thing does not matter to you anymore. But to actually jump out of bed and get excited, what is it that you do, Benjamin? Can you please explain to us um, how someone else can do that too? Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I want to take a step back. Like life doesn't, you know, I'm not here to say your life will be a hundred times better in entrepreneurship, you know, that, but in life you have to have a mission and you have to have a purpose and whatever that mission and purpose is, and it doesn't come from your head. It's something that you feel in your heart and your soul. I believe when you, when you feel that and you want to do something like that, you got to go towards that mission or purpose. And, you know, 90% of humanity wants to give back to people. And most people, you know, are so worried about themselves and their problems. A lot of the mission and purpose really needs to be starting to give back. And, you know, my, my mission in life isn't to be an entrepreneur and, you know, make a bunch of money and drive around in a Ferrari. My mission is, is, you know, I tried modern medicine. I tried pills. I tried, you know, I'm a product of family therapy. It didn't work for me. And what worked for me was coaching and having a person with a different skill set that was non-traditional, um, that wasn't just sitting in a chair and talking about my problems to help me. Like I, my, I'm a person like you got to put your your foot in my ass and get me moving. You know, I like that. I like the drill sergeant, and you know, I want to help the coach, the the consultant, the person that is creating something or wants to create something to help give back to people like that's my mission like to heal people through coaching because i think more people they need that they need more of a coach they need a third party mentor to to help them go through some of the ideas that are in their head to to call bullshit on the bullshit and to give people action plans to move forward to create momentum in life because that's what we want so i don't know if i even answered your question but no, you did. You did. You did. You yeah. Did. So, uh, so the question is, what gets I mean, me up? How I do I get? How do I get pushed and and driven? It's 
it's really based on mission. You know, we have to have a mission in life and we have to have goals. And a lot of it, there's my self mission of setting goals and pushing for them. And when I don't get them to keep pushing at them and also the mission of helping others achieve the vision of giving back to others like that, that drives me that that gets me excited, helping people go after what they, what they want in their life on a business um, aspect. Dude, that's awesome. Like, that's amazing what you do. And I think it makes the world just a better place in what you do instead of looking to make dollars. And I think that's what's kind of wrong with our world is we use dollars as the sort of definition of one's success sometimes when really it's about being able to put that aside and go, no, what what impact and what value are you having? And I know that anybody that has depression probably believes deep down that they have no value at all. Listen to this podcast and take anything you want from it. Steal from me. Please steal from Benjamin too because he's he's got much more brains than I do. Um, and uh, please quote you know quote out something like, "Hey, I I heard Benjamin say this during the podcast, and I don't feel like I have value, but now I learned something, and so now I want to make an Instagram picture about it because Benjamin or Logan really touched me in this way. And I'm not saying that we know everything because yeah, our days suck too." But at least this will give you some sort of action to take to make your day a little bit better. And I know it does mine when I see someone post something that I said like, oh my God, you are filling us up with depression uh, Drano, <laughs> like in, in a weird way. I just made that up, so I don't know if that works. But um, uh, Benjamin, I got to move on and ask you another really huge question. Dude, let's talk about confidence. Like... Yeah, I mean, so confidence is like this, is this idea that people have that like, you just show up and you have no fear and you, and you just do it, right? Like you don't, you don't have that emotional nervousness. And um, one of my good buddies, he's a musician, he plays all over the world. I asked him, I said, his name is Joseph Dane. I said, Joe, do you still get nervous when you stand on stage and play? And he goes, Ben, I know the question you're asking and I know the feeling you're talking about, but I don't like to view it as being nervous. I like to view it as excitement. And I love that idea because when you think about it, it's like, yeah, when I'm excited, like what happens? I get up, I'm bouncing around the room, like I'm really happy. When I'm really stressed out and nervous, what do I feel like? Well, I'm bouncing off the room. I'm really nervous. I'm pacing. But it's just how you channel your energy and Confidence is not confidence is not this natural thing where you don't feel scared. It's confidence is understanding and facing that fear and just still moving forward and allowing yourself to push through something. And over time and over repetition, you all of a sudden you don't get you're not so plagued by this idea of fear. You know, the fear becomes nervousness. The nervousness becomes a little bit of unease. And then over time, like that feeling no longer is even associated with fear. So how do you get confident at going after life, whatever it's, whether it's a business or going after the girl or guy of your dreams or, you know, asking for a raise or the confidence to tell your mother that like, hey, I've, you know, I don't feel loved or whatever it is. It's doing it. And it's just getting used to that feeling. And over time, it will start going away. I mean, I'll go back to my niece. The reason why she didn't walk earlier, she was scared to fall down. Well, she got used to falling down and now she's walking. Like that's the process of life. And it doesn't change when you're two years old or when you're 50 years old. Like there's always going to be something that scares you. And your fears, your deepest fears are your deepest desires and you have a choice. Are you going to sit around scared, sitting on the couch, watching TV, you know, talking about, you know, I wish I would have done that? Or are you going to get up, you're still going to be scared and just go after it and say, and whether you win or lose, at least you said, hey, I tried. Yeah, that's the best part is just say, at least I tried. And that's a lot harder to swallow sometimes and to say that you got an A plus on your test or 
you try to, but, but like you said earlier, dude, whenever anything comes easy, like what? You don't appreciate it yeah. when things take time and it sucks cause it's not easy, but it's sometimes is a, a little bit different in your life and you got to be able to change your routine. Um, and I just want to kind of reiterate what you said is if you keep doing it and you keep falling down like your knees, then you're probably going to learn something while doing it versus just reading it in a book or listening to this podcast. Like go out there and try it out. Like, and, and I'm going to be specific because I know that I listen to so many podcasts where they go, Hey, just try it out. Like do <laughs> yeah. this or do that. Let's give a, let's give something like actionable right now for someone to freaking do right now. Benjamin put someone on the spot right now to do something that'll change them. And they might turn off this podcast and never want to listen to it again, but I don't fucking care. Cause if you don't want to listen to a podcast, it's actually going to like help you with your life and help you with your depression, your ADHD, your OCD, your addictions to alcohol. Then don't listen to this podcast anymore, please. Cause I don't want to be a part of your problem. I want to be a part of the solution. So please let's give one person something to do right now. Yeah. That, that one conversation that you need to have with somebody, you know what that conversation is. Go and have it. That's strong. That's strong. I put I put Benjamin on the pressure button, and he just that's that's perfect. Like, and you know it. I know it. We all know that conversation that we have to have um, to show some vulnerability. Uh, just because you 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 said it, I know that I have to have a conversation with my sister and tell her that I love her and even know that she wants me to, uh, you know, get a real job or, you know, not do this podcasting thing because she doesn't believe in it. Um, I'm going to do it and I'm going to make a a lot of people feel better about their life because I believe in it. And this is my why. Um, And if you want, Benjamin, you can share the conversation that you wish you were or that you want to have, um, if you don't, dude, totally okay. Yeah, I mean, a conversation I've been holding back on is I have to talk to one of my clients because he stopped paying me, and I needed I need to basically fire him. You know, he's not meeting the standards of paying me, and I run a business, and it's not about money, but it's also a business, and it's a it's a difficult conversation because you know he's going to guilt me. There's he's going to throw guilt at me. I know it. And, you know, I'm going to feel guilty, but I have to stand in my values. And my values is, is I have people that I work with and that are a lot worse than him financially that are paying me and they're paid, they paid the tuition and, you know, he, his belief system can't affect the integrity of what other people have done to commit. And, you know, he needs to do it, but that's a difficult conversation for me to have. There will be guilt There'll be a little shame. I'll be uneasy. But I also know that like that conversation's eating me up inside right now because I'm frustrated. I'm angry at him. Like all these feelings come up and also the feeling like I have to have the conversation, right? But I have to have it. And the longer I wait, the the next excuse I give myself, um, the longer that feeling stays inside of me. And it's not helping me and it has to happen anyway. So I have to get it done. So thank you for making me uh, profess what I need to get done. Dude, thank you for your honesty right now. Um, guys, this sounds like a, a, a session of uh, of just being authentic, I guess, um, which is what I try so hard to do with this show and just these conversations because I just really believe that when we get stuff off of our chest, sometimes we don't always need the answer for things. But sometimes it's just to speak out loud what is going on in our heads. And uh, like you said, man, it's just having the conversation. Um, that can't be reiterated more. And I, I really appreciate it. Um, hey, let's uh, let's go into um, what's a uh, habit of yours, if you believe in habits, that you think does make you who you are today? Yeah, I mean, my biggest habit is that I work every day. And a lot of people talk about balance and having this life of balance. 
when you want something bad, it, you live unbalanced. Um, the person that has a great body lives unbalanced. Working out is a priority in their life. And for me, the reason why I have success, the reason why I live confidently, I mean, two years ago, I wasn't living confidently having my businesses. I show up every day for it and I go after what I want and I never quit. So, I mean, I'm not a work 18 hours a day type of guy, but every day, you know, in my business, in my growth, I'm putting time into it. I don't take a day off in life because I don't believe in it. Dude, 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 that's awesome. Like, this guy doesn't take a day off in his in his life. I mean, there's so many people out there, too, that are like, oh, God, it's Friday, TGIF. Like, no, no. Like, imagine if you just had that lifestyle where you're like, it's Monday. I love today. Oh, it's Tuesday? I didn't even know it was Tuesday. The only reason why I know it's Tuesday is because I have clients to take care of, and I have to, you know, set this uh, schedule up because, you know, everyone else is running on this schedule. But to actually wake up one day and not know what day it is, because every single day is a day where you can love the work that you do. Um and, and uh, dude, Benjamin, man, I keep wanting to call you that's Tyler, fine. and I'm just going to be honest. I'm going to throw that out there because you called me Tyler <laughs> yeah, in the beginning. Right. Uh, uh, so, guys, this is how well we know each other. We're becoming – we're be- are we best friends, bro? Are I mean, we best we're friends? podcast yet? BFFs, no, man. Nice. I love but, uh, it. Um, I want to add something, Logan. <laughs> you said, you know, it, it's not – I don't love every day. And I think people need to realize mm. that. I don't live – life and love it every day like you know you're talking about waking up pumped up like today is we're talking on a Saturday and I have to do work and there's this negative energy around it and it's not this interview it's like I got some other things I have to do I'm like I just don't want to do this I don't want to do this why do I do this take the day off it's like no because I know I'll feel better when it's done and I'll know I'll be happier at 7 p.m. when it's off my plate and out of my mind and I know I'll be I'll wake up a lot more relieved tomorrow because I don't have to do it tomorrow instead. And you know, every day of my life isn't about oh, I'm so happy, I'm so passionate. You know, the the moments of passion are not as much as the moments of just pushing through life. And that is what life is. Life is work. Like, you know, we're we work. Like every, you know, it's not just about having fun. And for me, momentum, it's Every day I work, you know, I don't, every day I'm doing stuff that I don't want to do. Like that's life. And the more that you attack the stuff that you don't want to do, the, you know, the quicker that energy around that thing is gone. And it's, you know, I just want to reiterate, like, I don't live this life where I'm just smiling all the time and, you know, and, you know, I'm, I might, I'm like on this, like, natural Prozac. Like, no, I'm not always happy and uplifted, but like my life and my mission and my purpose and what I want my life to become, it drives me every day to do things that I want to do, things I don't want to do, because that's what how you gain momentum. That's how you gain happiness. That's how you win in life. It's showing up every day, whether you want to or not. Yeah, I'm sorry if I no, interpreted it there's wrong. nothing wrong. It's it's a common thing that people say and you know, we want especially like I understand where you're coming from the listener and you know, I've been, you know, you're like you you might want to say like Ben can't identify with me. I mean, I only, at one time in my life I wanted to drink myself to death. Like I understand the side of darkness. I understand waking up every day and just wanting to go to the bar so that I didn't I could try to numb that feeling inside. I know what it feels like not to be good enough. I have that feeling, but it's just, you know, life isn't about roses and it's not utopia. You have to put a foot in your own ass sometime every day to go after what you want because sitting on the couch and dreaming about what you want and thinking about why you can, can't have it and planning, planning, planning is never going to get you there. And that's just the cold hard truth. And, you know, it's something I had to grow and realize because I, for so long in my life, I wanted, I just wanted things. I just wanted to be happy. I just wanted abundance in life, whatever that abundance and freedom is for you, for me, what it was. I wanted it, but I didn't realize that I had to work to get it. Yeah, yeah, 
that's it. I guess that's the dude. That's all the secret sauce that I love is there is no secret sauce. There isn't. <laughs> Honestly, it's they're just there's the the cold hard truth, and um, there is one thing and one thing only, and that is work because life is boring without. Yeah, I mean, work. one of the a good example, and, and I don't uh, want to you know. A good example for me is I've had this issue, you know, I had an issue and it still lingers, this thing about not being loved and it's affected my relationships and it affected a long time for me to show up and ask women out. Like a thing of a man is to ask women out or people that you're attracted to, um, whatever your sex is. And um, the thing was, is like I had this thing and I would see, I was living in New York City at the time and I'd walk by and I'd see these beautiful, I mean, New York City's got beautiful women all over the place. And I was walking around and I'd see all these beautiful women and have my head down in life and like not look them in the eyes and look down on the sidewalk and walk by thinking about them being too good for me. So what did I do? I said, I got to, I got to conquer this. And I hired a coach who was, knew how to communicate with women and he had me out running on the, around the streets, stopping beautiful women and asking for their phone number. Was that comfortable? No. Did I want to do that? Well, deep in my heart I did, but I didn't want to take the action. I didn't want the rejection, but I, I did it. And I started getting comfortable with it. Did I ever, ever just, can I just walk up to a girl right now and not feel butterflies? No, but that's what passion is. That's what desire is. But so often we look at that passion and that desire and we call it nervousness and we stop. And like, that's a, that's a way of doing work, doing something I didn't want to do so that I could show up differently in the world. Dude, thank you so much for having like a defined, uh, I guess, emotion or feeling that you can actually quantify in your life when that thing that you know you need to do, when that thing's felt like, gosh, damn it, chase it, please chase it like if if it gives you butterflies to go do that do thing <laughs> uh, just do it just do it just do it uh, and i'm telling myself that too and i'm i mean i'm sure benjamin over here like dude he, he he's a guy that has to face butterflies all the time too like i mean he said it earlier he has to call that client that he knows he does not want to talk to but the feeling i promise everybody that has anxiety the only reason why you're having anxiety like, here's the truth, is because there's something on your plate that is adding up that is inside your mind that you cannot get out of your mind unless you just clear that plate and eat up that work sauce. I don't know why I'm, I'm connecting the food. I must be hungry or something like that. But um, and I guess it really sucks to be that person that's, like, talking at you because I really just want to converse with you guys. Like, this is not a sort of like um lecturing you and this is what you have to do to save yourself but well no you don't have to do you don't have to um, do anything you don't want to like that's that's the beauty of life we have decisions we have every day in life you have a decision that you get to choose to make and that's a beautiful thing it's beautiful that we live in a society we live as a as a race as a human that we have the power to make the decision every day what we do but so often in life, we believe that we don't have any decisions in life, that we don't make any decisions. And that is just not the truth. And, you know, this is my, you know, I, this is the drill sergeant in me, but I'm just really passionate about this. Like you have a choice and that's a beautiful thing. And to choose not to act, to choose for me, you know, it happens still. Like I'll see a beautiful girl that I want to stop and see. I sometimes still make the choice of saying I'm not good enough. It still happens in my life, but that was the choice I made. And, you know, I didn't allow that woman to make the choice of wanting my number or not. And so often in life, we never, the things that we want, we never allow the world, the person to make the choice of how they respond and react to it. And, you know, you you say, I'm not trying to talk at anybody, but it's just, it's just the truth of life. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I just don't, I uh, hate to make people feel that they have to do things unless, you know, it gets so bad to sometimes that's where, that's why I'm starting this podcast, guys, is I know that your depression is taking over your life. Your addictions are taking over your life, the one that you really want to live. 
Um, and it sucks changing. It sucks becoming someone new because it's just not always it's an not easy transition. But also, but but it's uncomfortable. But I know how to make it a little bit easier. And I think that's connecting with someone that you look up to that's doing the thing that you wish to be doing. Um, and if it takes a mentor to change or an accountability group to change, I'm not saying this is for everyone because I can only speak of what I know, but I know that I change when I'm around the right people. Um, and I've, I've, I've gotten better at being the person I am today not by reading just another self-help book, but by actually engaging with someone and, and, and messaging them too about how they change my life. Like if, if people want to get in contact with you, Benjamin, how can they get yeah, in contact I mean, with you? If you're ever, if you're thinking about building a business online, of course you can go to clientenrollmentacademy.com. Uh, I understand the audience here is different. If you appreciate my style and my directness, cause I am very direct. Um, you can always just reach out to me uh, through Instagram, through my personal page on Facebook, or you can even email me at contact at benjamin-tyler.com. I do have empathy. I will listen, but I'll also give you, you know, actual advice to move forward. Yeah, yeah. Like you guys can hear it in his voice. Um, it's not coming from a place of dishonesty, which I hear. And I'm not nagging on anybody that's a self-help podcast or has an entrepreneurship podcast, but every now and then we need a kick in the teeth to get better. And um, the kick in the teeth, the invitation has <laughs> just been sent. Like, like try. But I do want to leave this off on a good, on a really good note because it's not all just seriousness. Um, I want to just like do like two or three like uh, questions, you know, just to like get us back in the goofiness and to show people too that we are goofy people and, and, you know, we're having fun and, um, you know, life isn't only about work as much as we want to work to make ourselves better. You know, you can have fun while doing it too. So, um, are you ready for a few like, you know, Let's go, fun man. questions? All right. Um, go for your best celebrity impression. Jeez. Oh, uh, I'm worse when it comes to impressions. Um, I don't even have one, man. Dude, anything, anything. Can you do Donald Trump? <laughs> Donald Can you do, Trump. All of you, Bach. There we go. There's my Schwarzenegger impression. All of Bach. Oh, that was that was. That, that was absolutely. Incredible. I loved every second of I'll be back. Yeah, Arnold, why don't you go stick another beetle at you? Huh? Um, that's that's my terrible Trump question. Um, the other uh, question is uh, if you could pick one person to have a love scene with, who would it be? Um, I think Natalie Portman is a gorgeous woman. I would love I would love to have a love scene with her. <laughs> She is indeed a gorgeous, gorgeous woman. So, Natalie, if you yeah. happen to be listening, divorce, divorce your ballerina I, I, um, husband and come meet me. <laughs> yeah, I mean Benjamin has he has a way better facial structure, like ten times better <laughs> jawline. I I love it. <laughs> um, what is uh? So, if you were a juice, Benjamin, which juice would you be? If I was a juice, you know, the first thing in my head because of my background would be gin and juice. But um, if I was a juice, I'd be grapefruit juice. I just love grapefruit juice. Grapefruit anything. Grapefruit anything. <laughs> so if anyone wants to give uh, Benjamin a gift for being awesome or just wants to get, it, you know, uh, an easy contact, the guy's just really nice. But, hey, if you send him grapefruit juice. I'll I'm love sure you forever. I'm sure I'll take it. Yeah. Um, Benjamin, this has been this has been like just a lot of truth bombs, a lot of raw bombs, a lot of um a lot of awesome knowledge, honestly. Like very, very valuable for a lot of people that need to hear it. Um and hopefully you guys hear this at the right time in your life. And if you don't, that's okay. That's okay. We're still living. Um 
lastly, though, hey, Benjamin, what itch have you not yet scratched that you are excited to scratch, my friend? Yeah, one of the things I've been thinking about doing soon is I want to start taking dancing classes, do some salsa, do you know marimba, some Latin dance, and I have it in my calendar this week to go do that, so I'm going to go scratch that soon. Dude, that's so cool. Awesome. Well, Benjamin, thank you so much for coming on Scratch Your Own Itch, dude. I know that you have a life outside of here, so I'm going to let you get back to it. Um, if you ever want to come back on again, dude, I totally appreciate that. Um, or just, uh, please, anybody that's listening right now, connect with Benjamin, man. I'm going to send his info in the show notes and this dude's rocking it. And he gives you the truth, cold, hard truth. Um, even though sometimes it's not the best juice to, to drink at the time, but it's, uh, it can be tart just like grape, <laughs> grape juice. Well, thanks for having me, man. Thank you. See you later, man. All right, guys. Well, there you have it. Another episode of Scratch Your Own Itch podcast. And that one was a doozy. Uh, Benjamin Tyler is just something. I mean, he really has this immense amount of uh, energy that is unlike any energy that I've ever spoken to before. And I know that sounds hippy-dippy, and it is as much hippy-dippy as it is coming out of my mouth, if that makes sense at all. Anyways, I'm not going to edit that. Um, That's just that's what you get when you listen to this podcast, Uh, my unedited thoughts my authentic self, um, nothing is covered. Um, and I just want to say guys, again, I cannot say this enough. It means so much that you guys support the show by tuning in all the time. And if you could please go into that section on your phone where it says reviews and leave a review for me, it really helps. I know that you don't want to, I know that it takes time out of your day, And I know that probably only five out of the 3,000 people that listen to this will actually do it, but I appreciate those people. And I want to say thank you. Um, Thank you for just listening. That's enough. Uh, But if you want to go that extra step forward and share because you feel that someone else needs to hear this, please do. I would really appreciate it. And guys, don't ever forget, you matter and you're enough.